0: hi welcome to our podcast in between with jack and elise i am elise i'm jack are you gonna pick up and hold your microphone every time you want to talk
1: don't talk about things that people can't see
0: why i think it makes them feel like they're more involved in the podcast
1: okay then go ahead and do that okay.
0: I'm going to continue to do that. This is the
1: shape of things to come. I'm just going to roll over every time you make a point. All right. That sounds better.
0: That sounds like a terrible idea for this podcast. All right. That's like the opposite point of it. That
1: makes sense. All right. Uh, I'll be more combative.
0: Perfect. Uh, So today we're going to be talking about standardized testing. Oh. Because I am selfish. Yes. And the reason I'm selfish is because I need to... Uh, start teaching my debaters on Monday about this topic. Uh, and I want to uh, start thinking about it and arguing about it with someone smarter than a freshman in high school.
1: Well, so, you've come we the to challenge? the wrong place. No, <laughs> uh, no I, I'll have things. Let me. See. You
0: have things? I'll Just... look
1: up stuff that I said when I was in high school because... Even then, I was, you know, pretty on point.
0: Okay, so we need to take sides here. Uh, and since we don't have a formal way of doing that, I say we flip a coin. Whoa, a typical, oh, my God. <laughs> in typical public forum style, oh, for those of you that's so gross. that no, we're know not doing that, doing that style of
1: high school debate. No, uh, No, I think we just need to. Uh, okay, fine. We can start off flipping a coin, but I'm going to abandon my side if I don't like it. <laughs>
0: that's terrible. I'm not going
1: to th- I'm not going to I'm not going to relive high school debate. If I don't believe something, I'm not going to say it. Ooh, that's
0: All right. Fine. I, I I'll I try in good faith to
1: make an argument for the other side and and be okay. logically consistent or whatever, but there I well, I, I don't mind not I'm a, I'm I might
0: I don't mind taking the side that you don't believe in. I can go against my moral belief system. I
1: can't. It's more just that, like, man, that was such a bummer in debate.
0: It is a bummer in debate, but let's go ahead and which side do you, like, believe in more?
1: What do you mean, which side?
0: Do you think standardized testing is good or bad? I mean, right? Uh, That's, like, what we're going to talk about.
1: Okay. I think... Uh
0: give me your thesis.
1: I believe in uh accountability through data. However, um I would argue that it's really tough to use quantitative indicator in in indicators in like social situations. So in general, I I'm not I'm not against the idea of standardized testing or every standardized test or standardized tests, but I think the reliance on standardized testing in our system um, is not lined up with how effective those tests are. So I think the the that we keep trending towards oh we need to use standardized tests to determine teacher pay and blah 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 and all this stuff and that would be fine in theory but i don't think that the veracity and the of the tests has matched that uh that desire for accountability yet they don't do they aren't good tools yet
0: so i hear you and Uh, Sometimes I agree with you because I see some teachers out there that really should be held more accountable than they are right now. But I also think that we need to consider the fact that
1: um, for the people at home, at least, held up a little bag in front of the camera to scare me. (laughs) Presumably, the bag has money, and she's trying to bribe me. (laughs) Already throwing away her morals.
0: (laughs) It is my microphone bag. All right. Well, that's and. I'm just playing with it while I'm thinking. But I wanted to tell you that you're wrong, obviously, because that's the point of this show, uh, is to tell you that you're wrong at every corner. And that at this point, this is the best way for us to be able to determine... How not only our teachers are doing but more importantly how our students doing I don't agree that standardized testing should be used as a means of helping to determine whether or not a teacher should be hired or fired or whatever but I do think that we need standardized testing at this point in order to create some sort of fair and unbiased system of getting data for students
1: and I think that that is what people say all the time when they are creating these wonderful, fair systems is, oh, they're unbiased, they're, they're fair, blah, blah, blah. And then when you look at the outcomes of these systems, you don't look at the uh, the, the thing I talked about in my debate case on, on uh, achievement gaps, which actually relates better to your topic, was uh, Campbell's law, which is, the more that a social quantitative indicator is used in social decision-making, the more it will suffer from corruption, and the more apt it will be to distort and corrupt the social processes it is intended to monitor. So basically, in like a nutshell, if the government says, we're going to use this test, or if any organization, it doesn't have to be the government, any bureaucracy, any mass of people decides, we're going to use this test, this 1 equals two A, 2 equals B, to measure how well something is doing, then the incentive on that system, the more pressure you put on that test, is to make the test work for you rather than the other way around. So because of the way we craft policy in education and because it's so embroiled with the rest of the political process, it's like you can easily do the same thing we do with with like gerrymandering, where we rig the elections to favor certain parties. We can rig tests to favor certain uh, areas, uh, so like if if my district was really really good at math in like the first run of tests we did, then I'm gonna make it so that math is the most important test in terms of how it's linked to funding, in terms of how we determine it, and that happens all the time. And so we lose programs like art, we lose programs like like uh, um, PE. Uh, lo- there's lots there's lots of bad and inefficient incomes that outcomes that come from it.
0: So. I okay. so I want to challenge the idea that this is a social issue, because what I'm seeing is that this is an education issue and it's based on. But it's why.
1: Well, to me, an economic issue is like how what should we set interest rates to be to try to affect growth? A social issue will ultimately lead to that. But it's like a social issue is fundamentally not measurable the purpose of the edu- and that gets to the purpose of the education system which to me is
0: But education is measurable.
1: What is the purpose of educating students? What's the purpose of it?
0: To create citizens for to function under okay, democracy. So how
1: do you measure functioning citizen? That criteria. What's your measurement? Do you have one like overarching thing? Sure, the ab-
0: the ability to pay into our economy and continue perpetuating a system of growth so
1: poor people who aren't capitalist are not good citizens correct all right well i disagree with that i think it's okay to not be a capitalist in america you don't you you should i don't know why you have to believe in like growth for america i mean i guess you can't really help it if you buy a single thing you're in a capitalist system so i guess my what i'm saying is your whole thing is people need to be able to buy things to be valued citizens. Right. So. Buy things people... or
0: create growth in our economy. Okay. right? So if like... I was like
1: Henry David Thoreau and I just lived in the woods, but I voted, I would be a bad citizen. Right. I, I wrote, I talked about my beliefs on the world about philosophy. I talked about what it means to be a a, a, a fair person to love my neighbor. And but I don't really buy all that much stuff. I didn't make a business, all I do is talk about how to be a better person in terms of interpersonal relations and how to be a better country in terms of like morality. I'm not a good citizen. okay, so maybe
0: all right, so maybe I need to revise my definition of what a citizen yeah. is. It's someone that can, yeah, it's pretty mean. You're <laughs> Anne Randian over here, it okay, yes, agreed, but. Given that, so Henry David Thoreau obviously gave back a lot to our our democracy and just our country in general, right? So maybe a citizen is also, not just someone that gives back.
1: Somebody who adds but, to the culture. But is
0: it someone that adds to the culture or someone that just adds to, I don't know, because it's still his contributions. The, the national identity. Well, yeah, but his contributions to America were also uh, economized, right? Like. People paid yeah, money. And as for an economist,
1: them. I love that idea. You can always, anything you do, you could break it down to what is this effects on the effect on the economy. Right. But eventually the number of hoops you're jumping through to make that connection is less valuable than just saying he added to the culture. It's like the same and that's why arts funding is so hard because how do, how does teaching kids the arts add to the economy? Well, we don't find you, you won't find out unless you track every kid for 60 years and like track every part of their life and you know you need such a complete composite picture of who that person is that the cost of that measurement is right now so high that it's not worth the data we collect so we just sometimes have to guess and then decide as a country like yeah it's it's going to be hard to justify this in this way, so what are other ways to justify it, right? What are other social quantitative indicators? And we don't do that in school systems. We rely on this one system of social quantitative indicators, and we don't have a breadth of indicators. We don't have backup systems. We don't have ways to account for intangibles, which is ultimately the education system is kind of intangible but that's not but that's not true we
0: do consider other factors i mean what we're saying in general is whether or not standardized testing is good and i think it is a good thing because it gives us one means of creating a more uniform system to check out and look at people in an unbiased way but we do have other things right we have what school they come from
1: okay okay let's go to the unbiased you keep talking about like unbiased right okay how, how in the this. world do they make it unbiased? <laughs> so,
0: okay, I hear you. I know that you're going to talk about the cultural issues with, like, the questions that are on there and whether or not you have the actual background in order to answer the questions. The names that they use can be biased.
1: Well, less than that, less than that, I, like... So then
0: what is your bias? I mean, I... I the reformation of the test is not an issue.
1: For me, the bias is, is... For me, the bias is... That they don't reflect the ability of a school... To change, like, it the bias isn't in the questions necessarily, but in the test's ability to do what it says it does. It's not a tool. So, what is your perfect standardized test? How do we use those results?
0: We use them to see how kids are doing compared to other kids, and the, effectively give them better a better education.
1: But how? What does that mean? How they're doing? How they're doing at what?
0: At the core academic subjects.
1: Which core? What are the core academic subjects? Right sure math science english English and math english and math okay yeah why are those our core subjects
0: because they affect every other subject if you can do well in those you can effectively learn how to do well in others
1: oh i
0: stumped him
1: why why is that not tr- no I, i'm not stumped i'm like kind of shocked that you think that that's true that english and math is it if i'm really really good at science It'll also translate into English and math. Why? Like because reading literacy is important in science and so is mathematical. So if I'm a a, a superstar in science, it's gonna translate backwards. I right, don't, but like like are those just, two noted for being a stronger link to every other subject. Oh absolutely. What are the other subjects that they link to? Like what, are you, what is not included in math, science, English?
0: Are you suggesting science should be added? Or are you suggesting math and science can't encompass science?
1: Oh, it's not? science. Uh, I'm saying that math and English, like, the the intersection is science uh, in a lot of ways. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. But I think math math and English are at the core. If you can handle math and English, that helps translate into a social studies or a science subject. I think it would help. I think, okay, so then there's music and art, and I think those are their own categories. Okay. Those actually, I don't think, fall into being good with music and math and English.
1: All right. So at what point so do you believe that a school's funding should be based on their results, the results of standardized testing? No. What then what then how do we actually have accountability? What are we using them for besides just like, oh, we're doing okay. Oh, we're not doing okay. You're just going to bet on the goodwill of teachers to improve their situation when so often like they don't know what like you're just kind of saying it's good to collect data.
0: No, it's a way to provide resources. It's a good... Okay. No, it's a way to provide resources, not necessarily just money, but a way to provide a new curriculum or a way to provide a new system for students to learn to be able to be better prepared for their life as a citizen, either through college but that or has through nothing to do with being other training, training or just going into the workforce.
1: Not, like, they're related to being a good citizen, but they don't get down to, like, do I know what you think is a moral person? Like, in my English classes... It wasn't until my senior year that – and and when we started to issue preparation for tests that we actually talked about what we care about as people. And I have no idea why those conversations don't start so much earlier. But my hunch is that they don't start earlier because there's so much pressure on teachers to prepare students for the test. Everybody hates Mr. Woolley, right? One of my teachers. Not everybody hates Mr. Woolley. Lots of people love Mr. <laughs> Woolley. The reason they love him is because – the reason they hate him is because he doesn't teach to the standardized test. The reason they hate him, or that's the reason they hate him. The reason they love him. He doesn't teach to the standardized test. <laughs> you know, yeah, he doesn't teach to the standardized test. He tells you about life and your values, and a lot of the values I have surrounding my education, things that keep me sane, come from that class. And the measurable impact is that I got worse at school, but I got better, to me at least, as a person. So,
0: what is your point of education then?
1: My point. Of education is the point to me of education is to create good citizens uh relating to your point to cultivate a skilled workforce i think it's important that a country has skills and gets better at that to teach cultural literacy to help students become and i think the measurement of those things we already have in our broad economic indicators are we getting are we growing as an economy at what sections or sectors are doing well Um, You know, how do we measure uh, culture is a tough question in general, but it's easier to do on the macro scale, whereas the way that we set up our tests right now for schools, again, like, I'm not against the idea of tests and measurement at all, Um, but like, and you've made very broad points that, oh, standardized tests are just a resource, and like, yeah, that's true, they're a tool, but I've yet to see the tool a tool that is crafted well and works for like for for the majority at least i'm okay yeah it might work for 49 percent of schools but it rarely works for the majority and it even less rarely works for those schools that are doing the worst so, so then, like we're not addressing the worst places so we're then what is the better tool the like
0: how the, then how do we hold people accountable or is accountability not the reality here that's not the point Uh,
1: well i mean that's a huge policy question i tend to think that uh it's i I mean i don't necessarily know what's what's better that would be a a very valuable answer uh if i could just give it to you uh I, i think a lot of the alternatives just involve each school having their own system for measurement uh the problem with that is and this is i mean if you look at back at the rhetoric that was coming out and when the no child left behind act came out it was great i think even john oliver did a show about how everybody that was talking was just talking about accountability we need to know how our kids are doing uh but the problem isn't in the measurement it's in the reliance on measurement right so if you are crafting all of your curricula around a single tool and you don't update that tool because that's to me the problem is people are updating the curriculum and they don't update the tools but then if they update the tools then they can lead into corruption like uh,
0: they are late they but they are updating I, the tool they are creating a new type of standardized testing
1: i feel like we cannot we can't do the system until we're i think texas is the only state i feel like it would work why texas i feel like I, because they have a standardized curriculum across the entire state. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Everybody uses the same books. Everybody. So unless we did that on a national scale. I think
0: that's what we're going to with Common standardized... Core, though. Common Core is leading us to a place where everybody is kind of doing the same thing. And then the park test is the one that's trying to accomplish a sense of here's a new way to look at critical thinking. Are we looking at subjects differently? And I mean that yeah. is what Common Core is testing, and Common Core includes things like social emotional learning. But we do need a way to determine whether or not our methods for teaching are working. So
1: what is the, so what is the like, the psychological or sociological basis of the design of Common Core? Are there like twenty year multi you know multi input studies across uh, ethnic ethnic groups across uh, economic groups that create the underlying, like, assumptions that they built the Common Core around? I don't know. Or did they just kind of guess? Because that's what they did for No Child Left Behind. Like, they had some literature it was based off of, but it kind of just came down to what's the easiest to measure. And the easiest thing to measure is 1 plus 1 equals 2. It's very hard to measure. Can this kid who just got a C in you know all these classes or whatever or who got a c in his freshman english class class can he make a podcast which is you know only about critical thinking
0: and the answer would be yes obviously
1: no i (laughs) no i think the answer yeah i think the answer is no i think
0: what do you mean no obviously the answer is yes it's happening yeah people are making podcasts that didn't do as well in school that's a like a realistic Thing.
1: yeah although to be fair i need to stop using myself as an example because i kill it on unstandardized tests because i know how to play the game yeah well that's a different
0: uh, story okay so
1: uh I think, no why is that a different story uh, what wait a second why is that a different story
0: that you do better on like common core testing
1: no let's why did that some people are better kids are better at standardized tests simply for the fact that they're standardized tests because
0: it's a new way of Like programming a kid you can do it
1: but isn't the point then that like once again there'll be a disconnect between the tests and reality there'll be a disconnect between what we know and what's happening because students will essentially learn how to take tests but that
0: but isn't that like a function of what we have to do anyway in society is we have to learn how to function no and like
1: multiple choice tests are so different in how they light up your brain and light up your synapses than a conversation with your boss than solving a problem when planning an event the the parts of your brain that are active are like are just not the same and and the the skills required are totally different the pressure you're under is a completely different scenario
0: okay fine so let's let's take let's take the multiple choice standardized testing out of the equation and let's say our standardized test is can you la- land a job? That's a standardized test. Which job? A job. Doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> then, <laughs> well, only 5% of the population is unemployed, so that test is going to have a 95% success rate. Okay. That's that's meaningless.
0: Okay. So then what, what should be our standardized test then? Like, what should we be testing in order yeah, to is, see how students are doing?
1: This is the argument that always gets thrown back at people as if there has to be something my point right now is there doesn't have to be something but i think there does because because we have so many failing schools but the system but we know that they are failing we knew that they were failing before standardized tests you can go you can right and
0: so we were trying to create a system in order to help them hold them accountable and move them forward
1: so now you're going you're going back you're going back to funding is linked to tests which you said is not good right so you're saying the meaningful impact is that we were able to find schools that are not doing well and then give them funding, right?
0: No, give them help, give them support, give them education, give them more o-
1: public... Okay, how do you pay for that, though? More,
0: okay, well, you have to use resources. Yes,
1: you have to use funding. Yeah. A- and to me, I think we there are ways to audit schools just with people and with critical thinking that are more cost-effective than standardized tests that you that with the way we do standardized tests right now they're currently like created by private companies and like you get all these distorted incentives lined up because we put a jackpot at the end of the rainbow of hey is your ten-year-old good at a b c d or e and some ten-year-olds are gonna be good at that and some ten-year-olds aren't and Obviously, there are ways to design tests so that they account for those factors. But, you know, the more that we involve the system with politics, because it's ultimately going to be run by politics, since it's a public education system, the more we expose that system to the risk of corruption. Uh, So I think that there needs to either be an independent agency like an IRS for schools, and like they just straight up do audits Ooh, I and like just that. send people to schools every year but even that will have its problems it's just that i think that I, no matter what system you choose you're, you're picking your set of problems and you're picking your set of advantages right there's always going to be a negative There's always going to be a good thing and i and oh, i yeah, think the sure. negatives of this system right now are that uh it doesn't like it doesn't do what it says it does but everybody acts as if it does which to me is like the greatest sin is 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 having a system that doesn't work but pretending it does i would rather have a system that's broken but that we don't rely on so i don't know if that's necessarily what we had before because i'm tiny but high stakes testing
0: just a little baby but isn't it funny we are like the first generation that grew up with standardized testing
1: yeah and i always have i've been like this is and I'm good at it because, like, I always have been able to – because I grew up with it, I'm good at identifying, oh, this test is written this way. You know, the tests are written by normal people. So, like, yeah. they have biases in terms not only of, like, oh, race and ethnicity, those are important, uh, but they have biases just straight up in how they word things.
0: Yeah. And I can... So let's take this a step further then, okay? So I'm obviously, like, prepping for the bar stuff. I just took a big test. Um, it's called the MPRE, um, which is a standardized professional – Uh, i like the bar
1: i like uh that kind of stuff i like professional uh standardized tests because those are it's like a it's like
0: well hold on let me let me finish explaining because actually this the bar is unique in that you know it's just based on can you score high enough fine pass fail yeah but this mb um mpre that i just took it's based on what everybody else answers So there is a right answer, but if 60% of people put letter C, that becomes the right answer because it's based on like socially, how are we going to deal with all of these situations? So the MPRE is really unique because it takes into account what everybody else is thinking. It also makes it like really tricky to study for. And you just hope that there's like a really great group think going on. Um, But the way that they actually score it is based on how everybody else you know, collectively.
1: So, if you took that test in Texas and one of the questions for kids was in science class to describe global warming, and they said global warming isn't real, the earth is 4,000 years old, and 60% of students said that because they're gutting the science textbooks or whatever, that would be correct. The students would be correct in terms of how they relate to their society that is being measured. Yeah. But the results of that would be wrong, like, horrendous for the country.
0: Right. So I don't know. I just wanted to throw it out there as being like an interesting new way of thinking about standardized testing or thinking about the way that we, you know, test people. If we're going to include things on a standardized test, such yeah. as like social emotional learning yeah, I think and trying to, to take yeah. those into account, then, you know, maybe there's a way to do this that's more, uh, more effective or, or makes more sense for yes our society.
1: Yeah. But I definitely think that... Uh first you and I, I think the first step is that the U.S. needs like a standardized system we're trying to like curriculum you, you, yeah you can't apply a standardized test to not standardized curriculum to me that is nonsensical and I understand that the common cores whole thing is oh states get their power back blah 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 we can set it up but that's literally it's it's just that's just obstructionism right people are just saying states rights and maybe it is states rights in which case the whole system is unconstitutional or at least ineffective but i i you can't apply the same values to different systems even if on paper you think that you're solving for that problem i mean that that so rarely has worked out in u.s history um i guess i'm confused about
0: what you're trying to say what values are we applying to different systems
1: so like if i grew up in alabama yeah or if i grew up in in, in washington i don't mean to, to pick on the south so let's say washington and alabama uh i don't care i've been grown raised the culture is i don't care about um like let's let's make up d- drawer repair <laughs> say, say that, <laughs> that that was say that's that, that, like, like the that dumbest was a,
0: example ever
1: I don't want it to be like English or science or something to to like call it. Well, I'll, I'll just say English, but I don't actually. Okay. It. Let's say I don't care <laughs> that's about a English. Example, at least. I've I've been raised my whole life to care about science, great, and that's just or agriculture. Like relative to other states. Relative to other states. See, I didn't want to say agriculture. You're mean. Uh, science, science, but particularly within science, agriculture. So not even all of science. I don't really care that much about physics, biology, and uh, is is my thing. Now we have a system that is predicated on the idea that students need to be like, let's say 40% good at English, like 40% of their skill set should be English or 40% is science and then 20% is, is math or, or however they divvy it up. There's always in the way you design a, a system, a set inflexible distribution of incentives. Does that make sense? Yeah your your system is going to have like a set expectation for what the perfect system would look like. And all schools will have an incentive to try to become that perfect system. But there are some states and some places where the way that we teach is wildly different from any other. You know, there are schools where students spend their whole days playing video games to learn English, and there are schools that are complete opposite where and both of them are going to be, charged with reaching these national set of values and uh one is end- going to end up better off one is going to end up worse off and that's not necessarily bad but, but can't I we don't... test
0: that even if their methods are different can't we test whether or not they are learning English
1: I think you 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 uh have a lot of or at least you know and are pretending to have a lot of faith in just that idea like can't we at least test if they and and that statement without context is really great and it's why No Child Left Behind got passed with flying colors. Can't we just figure out if they're good at English? Right. It's the answer is no. you can't just figure it out. You, you, because the process of figuring it out and then verifying that your process was good over the next 10 years and then building a system around that in a meaningful way, that whole it's everything else around the context that muddles the thing itself and it's because if you say that the only way that we can save this system is in this one way then that one way suddenly becomes the holy grail and in the temple in you know the last crusade in, in indiana jones and if you pick the wrong cup you're gonna dissolve
0: um okay so right so high stakes testing is problematic in that sense But I do. okay. so in in reality, like I really do believe in a system of like portfolios because I do believe that every individual teacher can tell whether or not their kids are learning to read. I do believe that teachers have the training to be able to tell whether or not their students are, you know, getting better or whatever. Um, And I think a system of like a portfolio would be, you know,
1: better for that. But I would question that, too. Would you trust the average American to know that?
0: No, but that's why teachers have to go to college in order to be able to become their profession.
1: Okay, all right, then. I, yeah, I, I would buy that if there was training in college, like a, a, a class right. on, there is. on teaching, like to recognize if you're. Yeah, and that's the whole point of teaching is right. Is recognizing <laughs> if your kids are doing bad. I did yeah. those. I did those classes. All right, there you go. Then I that's, took then those. that's the system. The system is have the teachers uh, account for it, and like okay. that'll have. I would argue as many or fewer problems in terms of verifiability and like actual impact but it avoids the whole
0: okay so if we get rid of standardized testing and instead we're we're making sure that teachers are actually trained properly should we have a system of standardized teacher training
1: yeah i'd prefer that okay so I'm, i'm much i'm much more okay oh shoot sorry uh video came up I'm much more okay with, like, with adults being put through standardized measurements. Why?
0: Why is it different? Uh,
1: Because you said that about
0: the bar, too. And I'm kind of interested in why you think the bar is a test that's actually going to show whether or not I'm going to be a good lawyer. So, like, I mean, yeah, cross-apply that to whatever profession that has Uh, standardized I don't think it shows
1: whether – well, you said it yourself. It doesn't show whether or not you're going to be a good lawyer, just whether you are going to be a lawyer. Right, but it like, why try, is it doesn't make a value judgment? It doesn't try to say you're gonna be you're five percent better lawyer than somebody else. So it then, just what's says, the point? You've reached the bar. It, it, it ensures minimum quality, right? No, but that's not how. Yeah, that's what you said. It's pass fail.
0: Right, but how is that ensuring minimum quality if what they're testing is not necessarily what you're actually gonna have to do?
1: Because their point is that there is if they they have measured and found that people that do poorly on that lack the basic skills it's like you can't it's like they d- aren't able to uh to breathe in the system and if they're given an iron lung and given a support system yeah maybe they'll be able to perform fine but they they we're not supposed to measure it's it's like in uh what is it called i'll make a comparison of video games in uh online games there, where it's like a team game, you have five people on your team. You, There's called uh, solo queue, and then there's ranked queue. And in solo queue, even though it's a five-person game, you go in by yourself. And you either rise up or down based on how many times you win you and how many times you lose. But you can't control your team. All you can do is roll the dice and hope that if you are consistently not the person who is bad on your team, then statistically you will rise. Because that means that there's going to be somebody bad in the other team 51% of the time. However, if you go into that system with three of your buddies, you just raise the chances that you can be carried, even though you're bad, significantly. So the bar is like a solo queue where, yeah, you could still be a good lawyer, given the help of friends and you know your workplace. But that doesn't mean that you are good independently and they're trying to measure for independent veracity see
0: but i don't think that's true because you could be a bad test taker you could have anxiety you could be having you know a bad day that day and still know the law and not be able to be a lawyer it's a one or two day test that determines whether or not you are fit to be a lawyer. And I just don't think that that's a valid way to determine whether or not you could be this solo player. I don't think it is a bottom line for whether or not you can you have the skills to be a lawyer. You can know the law okay. and not be able to take this test. Which now I feel like also as I'm making this argument, I just yeah. nullified everything I said for the like previous yeah, that 30 was minutes. I, that was, that's what I was <laughs>
1: tricking you to do. Uh, that's what I was tricking you to You're do. You're the worst. And I agree. I, I think the bar and exam is horrible. Uh, you're
0: horrible. Uh, I can't believe you just did that.
1: Why do you think I just shifted to talking about video games? That has nothing to do with it. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if that video game argument, like, it doesn't really even relate to schools, uh, which is the nice <laughs> part about it. Um, but anyways, I I, I, th- I think the biggest uh, I defense I would you. have is that as an adult.
0: You made it personal. If you can't,
1: if you can't handle a two-day pressured test because you're not a good test taker as a 26-year-old, like. Yeah. Like, there's going to be worse problems than that. Like, if that's your only problem, then yes, the bar exam has failed. But I find it super hard to believe that the bar exam is, like, the only thing that's that's going wrong if you're not able to hit that, that, uh, that place.
0: That mark of... Yeah, and
1: maybe th- the point is that the system of lawyers that we have right now, they want it to be that only people who are good at that particular environment... Our lawyers yeah you could know the. i know the law and I, uh, or to an, to an extent but like in china you know they, it, standardized tests go back thousands of years there with their meritocracy they would have these the guys that wanted to work in the royal court they would hold up you'd send one person from each town would study all year they'd go over to to, to the test in the capital and they'd be locked up in like a tent for a week just taking tests all day Wow, and then like a hundred of them would get it out of like you know uh, ten thousand or a hundred thousand or whatever.
0: Makes me feel way better about the bar.
1: Yeah, our tests are not that bad like in terms <laughs> of of pressure. They're bad on a macro sense. Sure. Uh, whereas you know the Chinese tests were great because if you have a hundred thousand people and you're only looking for a hundred, test you know test the crap out of them. But if your system is designed to make everybody better. Testing is not usually the best way. And in in the bar is not designed to make everybody better. It's designed no. to find out who is bad. That's true. And whether or not it's doing that is a different question about whether or not the idea of a test is fundamentally sound or not. Okay. So to me, the education system, the reason it falls apart, and now I'm saving you, by the way, uh, <laughs> the reason why the ed- in the education system it falls apart is because the point of the test is to make everybody better. And that's not what tests are good at inherently. At least that kind of test that we've been seeing.
0: Right. And I
1: i mean... Tests aren't for teams.
0: I Yeah. And obviously I agree as you tricked me into being emotionally involved in my own life. Um, yeah. To you, but...
1: it comes down more to, to the individual in that how in the world could sitting a student down for two hours and having them fill in the blank be such a huge indicator
0: right i mean i do think i i agree that this this isn't working right now not none of what we've come up with is working but i do believe that if we could find a measurement like if in some magical world we could create like the perfect portfolio or something it would be good to know how students are doing because i mean uh, we care about yeah, I like think how it's kids, gonna happen yeah we care about how kids are doing like in other countries you know and we we have some sort of sense of a standardization of how students are doing across the world and i think no, that's we don't. well it,
1: the, the, those those measures are so messed up no
0: that that's fair but the point is that we do like we seek these things out and i do think that yeah. we need to find something that works yes but what we have right now doesn't work and you know i tried really really hard to argue that it does but clearly you caught me
1: yeah i I think the the ways that it has to work is there needs to be it needs either be you either need to ditch it or we need to have a much more centralized system uh because you can't have like all these crazy different and divided systems and then think that you can make an effective standardization of the measurement of those systems like that's 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 a billion dollar question. You know, that's so hard. <laughs> uh, I think that what's gonna the system is gonna shift to, and I think generally education is gonna shift to a more Khan Academy model with standardized learning with specialized like helping, where a teachers' job is to supplement standardized materials. Yeah, standardized can you lessons. can you explain
0: really quick for people that don't know what Khan Academy is? It's really cool. It's
1: th- th- there's a dude that teaches you all sorts of lessons on YouTube. I mean. Uh, you know, or, or crash course to history. They just they just give lessons in in little chunks, and then I think that is going to be where education goes. That teachers will do less of the bare bones teaching and do more of the why does this matter. They'll answer less of what and how, and more of why yeah. and when or the
0: so what question.
1: Yeah, the so what, and I think that once the system moves to that, and we have more standardized base then it's going to be much easier to isolate for how teachers are doing because we'll have a low-cost system for our fixed costs and the variable costs are going to be what we can finally look at. Whereas right now, we just haven't isolated, as a system, we haven't been able to isolate how teachers and schools are doing away from everything else in a way that is enough to match the tests that we give yeah Uh, so i i'm totally for standardized tests i think we're gonna live you know in the beginning of star trek when they cut to spock as a kid all the little kids in their pods are taking tests and just in a perfectly logical society and blah 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 blah. i think we're, we're gonna be several steps from that and that the world of data crunching that facebook is bringing in and you know uh the the book Dataclism by the guy who made ok cupid talks a lot about it um we're going to be able to have enough data to do a good enough job it's just getting to the point where that data is available and uh, and i just yeah. i think it's not the problem of standardized tests which means that if the question of our podcast is
0: are standardized tests, are standardized tests good or test bad good, uh, i think i think they're good
1: i think standardized tests are great I just don't like the system that they are being used in.
0: I think that so we really found the in between on this one. <laughs> I think yeah, I've been this was like from the start. Well, I think that we've also been able to actually explore the genuine in between um despite the fact that we are taking sides. Oh. oh my gosh, it's almost like we planned it, but we didn't. We don't plan anything.
1: Um, Remember that time, you didn't want the podcast to be called Potato Farming? Yes, I still... That would have been so much better. I still
0: stand by that. Um, potato
1: Farming, which you leave. you know, what is the potato we farm today?
0: Oh my god, I just, I can't even. That would not be a good name. Potato Farmer would be terrible. What,
1: okay, but go ahead, tell me, what is the potato we farm today?
0: What is the potato we farm today?
1: Yeah, we planted a seed at the beginning, and now that seed is grown. What is the potato?
0: I don't, I don't know. This is this is a meaningless riddle? I don't know what you're trying to get at. Not a riddle. I'm
1: a- I'm asking you, uh, what did we sow and what did we reap?
0: Oh well, we sowed a question of whether or not standardized testing is good or bad, and we reaped a intellectual conversation about the merits of a current standardized testing system versus a future possible. So the, potatoes, the potato
1: had a very sweet texture. <laughs> uh, it was filling. It was substantial. I'm at lovepotatoes.co.uk. Oh it was God. a natural source of fiber. It was a natural source <laughs> <laughs> today, mu- today, much of the food we eat is processed and refined. <gasps> Men- most um. of the natural fiber and ingredients can be lost well before your mealtime. Uh, but a 175-gram portion of boiled new potatoes in their skins provides... 15% of your nutrition reference values. Really?
0: I'm actually a little low on fiber, and I could use some potatoes right now. Mashed potatoes are, like, my favorite food ever.
1: Did you know that potatoes have potassium? They also have <laughs> folate, magnesium, <laughs> copper, and zinc.
0: Oh, my God. Zinc
1: zinc contributes to the normal function of the immune system, wow. as well as the maintenance of normal hair, skin, vision, and bones. This is so useful. It contributes useful. to normal fertility and reproduction. So, you know, if you're getting... Uh, you're if you're looking for the little ones have a potato yeah have a potatoes
0: have a potato and we are not potato farmers if you're looking uh, for us online i'm cutting you off if you're looking for us you. you can find us on soundcloud um we are in between it is not spelled correctly it is one word in between and you can actually also find us on iTunes did you know that I put us on iTunes that's,
1: that's not spelled correctly that's stylized oh stylized between, sorry. stylized as in between
0: okay so we stylized it in between um and you can also find us on iTunes and we are in between with Jack and um and we've got our podcast zero and what are we going to number this one podcast 0.1 0.2 or are we actually going to start numbering them this will be one this is
1: this is the first potato
0: This is the first potato we're not going to use that analogy every week
1: oh (laughs) try try (laughs) to stop me
0: uh good chatting
1: yep